unbadding, unbadding, we're unbadding, baby. We're on a journey, baby. We're unbadding, baby. We're unbadding. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another week of unbadding. I'm Jessica Presley. And I'm Dana Pereira. Hello, Dana Pereira. I almost came in with a neigh because I'm wearing a reindeer. Well, that would be inaccurate. (laughs) And then I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the wrong animal. (laughs) So here's a quick quiz for you. Okay. In movies, Mm -hmm. what animal do they commonly use to depict a reindeer? A reindeer? That's what you would think, right? But it's a caribou. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And if you see... Well, not a reindeer. If you see a deer Mm -hmm. and a caribou next to each other, the one that is depicted as a reindeer definitely looks, it's definitely the caribou. Well, okay. I feel like I need to do a Google search now because is a caribou a reindeer? No. A reindeer. Is a reindeer real? Yes. So why wouldn't they use a reindeer to be a reindeer? Exactly. It's like hiring a white person to act as a black person. It just makes no sense. My son is allergic to reindeer. Fun fact. Or am I real dumb and (laughs) reindeers don't exist and he's allergic to to caribou? (laughs) Can we please look this up right now? Yes. (laughs) We're going to need a... Just a moment. Um, What does that Google search sound like? Do reindeers exist in real life? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Reindeers are real and are classified as mammals. Okay. Can we see a picture of one? Show me a picture of a reindeer. That looks like a fucking reindeer if I ever saw one. Does that not look so fluffy and soft? It does look fluffy and soft. Hug it. Yeah. Well, maybe my fun fact is not so fun. Maybe. I mean, maybe it's cheaper to bring in a caribou than it is a reindeer. You think they get paid less than reindeer? I mean, the North Pole is so far away. That's the only place that reindeer exist. <laughs> it's the only explanation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, okay. So I took the boys whenever they were little down to Petco Park to do, they had like this like sledding thing set up and ice skating and you could pet the reindeer. And so we go in and we are petting the reindeer and Mason starts sneezing his damn face off. Eyes are red. He gets hives. And oh my gosh, that is how we learned that my son is allergic to reindeer. Has he been around any other large mammals? Um, Just like his dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been around some other ones. And no, it was no reactions. No just reactions. the reindeer. I think he's growing mm-hmm. out of it, though. He was also allergic to blackberries for a while. Yeah, I remember that. He can that. eat them without swollen lips now, so he's growing up. It's all about that growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So today is a special day. It is? Yes. It yeah. is 12-12 today. It is. And it is also new moon. It is. It's kind of some big stuff. What do you do for the 12-12 new moon? 
So for me, my personal rituals for new moon is more like time for manifestation. Full moon for me is like time to release and let things go. Mm-hmm. So definitely focusing on manifestation, definitely kind of going inward. I like to do a good meditation, a good journaling session. I want to, you know, kind of like check in on my heart's desires, Yeah, not necessarily from like a you know, oh, I want that sweater or, oh, I wanted that thing I saw at the store, but more like, what do I, what am I really aligning with? What do I truly want for my life and for myself? And this new moon on 1212 really is kind of setting the tone for 2024. So it was an important one for me. Uh, 12 plus 12 equals 24. Whoa. Fuck. I math so hard. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do? Well, you know, I made a vision board today. Oh, how fun. I love it. It was on my phone on an app uh, because I don't have magazines anymore in my house. Mm-mm. And so I I was like, you know what? I could just like Google shit and put it on a vision board. And so I did that. And that felt really good. I felt like actually productive in doing something today. Yeah. Um. I also went for my meditation walk. And I took my meditation nap. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> because that quiet uh, time is the time that I think about all of that stuff. Typically before I go to bed even is whenever I like to, uh, you know, think about things, how the day went, what I could have done different. Do you ever replay a bad scenario in your head and redo it the way that you wished it would have gone? Um. Yes and no. I don't necessarily do it in my head, but whenever I fuck up with my kids, I do sometimes ask for a redo and then I'll replay it, but I'll actually act it out with them in a way of like, I really messed that up. Can I try that again? Yeah, I do that also. But even like a a reaction that I had to some douchebag cutting me off or Mm, a reaction that I had to um, like last week, this wasn't a douchebag cutting me off, but it was a douchebag in a car. She ran the stop sign and almost hit me. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and I went, what the hell? And she went, fuck you. And like laid on her horn and rode my ass. And I was like, oh, my God, you are the one that ran the stop sign. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And it like got me worked up. And so later on that night, I was like, okay. So how do I wish that would have went in my head and I'll replay it? Even if it's not the way that I handled things. It's right. Like, I'm like, you know what? Maybe she had a bad day. Maybe she would have much rather have been like, oh, my goodness, I am so sorry that that happened. Let's fix it. Right. You know, I'm going to let you go. Have a lovely day. After Rainbows you, lady. and sparkly butterflies, <laughs> unicorns and clouds, you know? <laughs> Well, I actually feel like that's a good practice. It kind of like helps you let go of the ish and like, you know, step into something better. Something better. Yeah, you got to make it up in your mind sometimes whenever it's not going quite the way that you thought. You know what? Things don't always go quite the way that I want. That is a, a common theme through life. It is. But one thing that I do in order to help me get through those moments is just trust that everything happens for a reason. Ooh, the famous saying. Mm -hmm. That is um, a saying that 
every single person on earth, okay, maybe I'm going a little overboard there, but through every religious denomination, spirituality, whether they believe nothing, everybody can feel everything happens for a reason. Yeah, it's kind of like you can say that safely in a space and not offend anyone because a lot of people, regardless what your belief system is, believes everything happens for a reason. Because we all have times where we can look back and say, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. That happened. Right. So it's it's like provable. It's like hindsight. Yeah. Right. Like when you go back and look, it's like I didn't understand it then. But whenever I was able to connect all the dots, I realized that it was all divine timing. Divine timing. So everything happens for a reason. Might be everything happens for a reason to, you know, X, Y, and Z. For us, we like to call it divine timing. Oh, it feels so good. It's a great, like, phrase. I mean, first of all, divine. Anything divine feels divine. Yeah. (laughs) Dessert. Oh, that was divine. And you're like, what you mean is orgasmic. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Orgasmic timing just doesn't have the same ring to it. No, it sounds dirty. (laughs) But also divine. (laughs) But but also divine. But yes, no, divine is like a cleaner version. (laughs) A cleaner version of. Well, divine timing, I feel like, is such a good episode for us to do because I think that it's really going to help us and help our listeners um, like trust in our path, trust in God, the universe, creator, the divine, whatever it is that you put your um, heart into, your belief system is. I feel like this time of year also is really about faith. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like divine timing in December on 1212 is the perfect episode. It is. And it's the perfect time of year to be doing this. We are, I mean, everybody does this. We close up our chapter of 2023 and we're looking at what is coming in 2024. And I think whenever you are ever stepping into something new, believing in divine timing can really make that process easier on you. Yeah. Because there are so many things that, I mean, think about how uh, you were in high school and you really liked this boy and he, um, you know, he was interested in your friend and because you didn't get boobs yet. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds personal. (laughs) They popped up when I was 19, but I was a late bloomer, okay? (laughs) But then... You know, that guy ended up a total jerk face and uh, it actually ended up saving your ass that you didn't end up with that person. Yeah, you're kind of like, whew, dodge that bullet. Yeah, there's another saying like, whew, dodge that bullet. That is divine timing. It is. It definitely is. I'm sorry. I'm having a really hard time concentrating right now. (laughs) Why? Do I have something on my face? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting here trying to think of how we started talking about reindeer and the... (laughs) The synchronicity that you and I are both sitting here. I am on a reindeer onesie, a Rudolph onesie, and you're wearing Rudolph overalls. And I'm like, how did we miss that in the beginning of this episode? I didn't miss it. I thought that's why you started talking about it. So it's just me then. I was like, yeah, this makes perfect sense. 
Well, that was not intentional. But now I kind of wish I would have just rolled with it. You know what? It was like the universe divinely timed what came out of your mouth and just matched it up with the scenario. I know. I was like, wow, we totally had a conversation about reindeer. So I'm dressed like a reindeer. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. It is amazing actually (laughs) i feel like everybody should know that we have not consumed large quantities of anything (laughs) just french fries yeah and that's only me that is amazing okay sorry for my add moment we can definitely get back on track um and that would be with back to 2024 and the things that we are looking ahead to and how divine timing can help you whenever you make these plans to kind of go with the flow, not hold on to it so hard because along with divine timing and going into a new year, there's wishes and hopes and dreams. And we like to tie all that up in a nice little bow called manifestation. Mm -hmm. And the timing aspect of manifestation is so important because we are impatient little beings. We are. The patience of a gnat I have. And so whenever I am hoping for something, wishing for something, dreaming of something, manifesting something, I'm like, okay, well, it has been 37 minutes and nothing has happened. I'm doing it wrong. This is not working. (laughs) This is bullshit. (laughs) The universe does not have my back, you know? (laughs) Like, you start to spiral. But if you trust in divine timing, then you can let all of that go and just know that you put it out there and that it's coming when it's ready for you. Yeah. And I think that also like the power of manifestation is really about aligning with what is meant for your highest good. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you know that you are tapping into that whenever you are manifesting whatever it is that you're manifesting, it's like put it out there, plant the seed, mm-hmm. water it and walk away and just know that it's going to sprout. You don't know when. Yeah. You don't know if this is going to be in two weeks, four weeks, eight weeks, two years. Yeah. But plant it and trust that it's coming your way because if it's aligned with your highest good, it definitely is. Well, and I think that another good point is that if it's something that you feel, then that is aligning with your highest good. Totally. And I think so often we're told like, um, like you shouldn't want that. Or, uh, for example, money, we were talking about this earlier for whatever reason, it almost feels icky to be like, I deserve money. I deserve a lot of it. I deserve to have, you know, a big house if I want it. I deserve to go on vacations. I deserve help when I need it. I deserve access to all of the things that get me all of those things. Mm-hmm. But that kind of feels like self-indulgent and icky and that it's wrong. But that's what we were told. I don't actually think that's true. You do deserve money. You do deserve, you know, the big house on the lake or the trip to, you know, Spain or, you know, all the help in the world. You you don't like to cook. You deserve a fucking private chef. Right. Because somebody out there loves to cook and they would love nothing more than to get paid to do it for you. Totally. I agree with that. And I think that, um, 
you know, sometimes, again, like you said, it's like kind of an icky feeling to like want something big enough because I feel or bigger because mm-hmm. I feel like we often are taught that like we don't deserve. Yeah. Right. And that's such a common thing. Even like with our children, it's like they don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. What did they do to deserve this? Ugh. When we were kids, what you didn't deserve it. You didn't earn it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it does kind of put this energetic block whenever it comes to receiving things or feeling that you deserve things. But, you know, I really do feel like we are meant to experience all the beautiful things of life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm ready to experience what it feels like to have a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. I want to know what that's like. Yes. I, I mean, I love that we are here and that if anybody else can experience those things, why can't I? Totally. And I think we get stuck in a lot of that because, I mean... Do you think that Justin Bieber was like, no, you guys, I just like to sing. You don't got to pay me. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know? No way. He was like, let's get that money. I want the car. I want the house. I want the girl. I want the trips. I want the yacht. I want all the things. Right. And guess what? He got it. He wasn't like, it's cool, universe. I'm good. I do it for free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not to say that like, everybody wants this that's not everybody wants that exactly but if you want it own it totally and trust in divine timing that's the other thing is uh maybe it's not right now Mm -hmm. plant your seed water it walk away and trust that it's you're going to have that big money experience that's when you're ready for it. Right. Whatever the big money experience is for you. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that be. And I mean, and when we're talking about divine timing, should that experience um, not show itself? There's also like a level of trust that you have to have in that. Right. Because sometimes we want, we want, we want, and we're hitting a roadblock. Mm-hmm. We're hitting a wall. Everything we come up against is like hard, hard, hard. Um, that's also a sign. It's not supposed to be that hard. Yeah. If you're hitting roadblocks, every take time another you road turn around. Yeah. Then it's not time for that yet. You have a, a lesson to learn or somewhere that you need growth in, or maybe you need to shed something. There's so many reasons why, uh, the universe is like, no, not yet. Not Not yet. yet. It's not a no. It's a not yet. You're not ready yet. Or it's not ready for you yet. And I think about this a lot with, you know, with the podcast, with like my dreams for bigger things. And I think about if I were an incredibly stupidly famous person right now, would I be ready for that? Would I be ready for somebody to invade my life? my privacy, like scrutinize me constantly, talk about my weight or my wrinkles or my family or like all of these things. Doubtful. 
Yeah. I mean, we had a discussion last week about how you need three days notice just for the painter to come. Yeah. Could you imagine paparazzi outside your door all the time? When I didn't have makeup on, like, I don't <laughs> think so. That is not, I'm going to be like, excuse me, I'm going to need 45 minutes to put a face on <laughs> before you do any of this snippety snap snap. And God knows, like, right now, I am out of the house, no makeup on, hair looking a mess, in my sweatpants, dropping off kids, picking up kids, going to the grocery store, doing all the things. I can't, I would be so self-conscious if somebody was trying to take my picture. Yeah. So we're probably not there yet. <laughs> I actually am feeling really self-conscious right now for over admitting all of this. Yeah. Because I feel like I just got that ick feeling where like, I was like, oh my God, Dana, you are so self-absorbed, like surface level, this thing that you want and you're like trying to talk to people about divine timing and they're going to think you're so tough. Like I just got real self-conscious about it in real time. Um, all right. So let's dig into that while we're here and okay. we can either put this in or take it out, but yeah. let's dig into it. What's the ick? I think the ick is... Um, Wanting something that we're told is so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like out of reach, like trivial, like, uh, like, like superficial. Yeah. Superficial. That's a good word for it. And what is the thing that you want that you feel is superficial? Well, I was just talking about like if I Being was famous. famous. Yeah. Okay. So there are some people who are super famous that are not superficial. Yeah. Uh -huh. So what is it that's superficial about it? I think it's just the programming, what we're told, such as that it's superficial. Okay. Just in general, <laughs> yeah. that it's superficial. Yeah. Because the things that, to me, stood out as superficial was more so like the hyper-focus on the exterior that you put out to the world and what you look like. Yeah. I feel like it wasn't the part of being like famous per se because people are famous for all sorts of stuff I know people are famous for writing people uh -huh. are famous for directing people are famous for being beautiful people are famous for being whatever yeah. a talk show host um do you know that there was a woman that was actually um I guess kind of famous is the word but she traveled with the circus because her husband died and she had kids to feed, and she was voted the ugliest woman alive. And so she traveled with the circus as the ugliest woman alive to feed her children. That's so many feelings are coming up for me right now. I mean, wait like, for her to like spin to it and make just... it. <laughs> Hell yeah. She was like, fuck it. I'm, I got kids to feed. I got kids to feed. If you're going to say oh, I get to make money just by looking like this, then great. Fucking pay me. I, I look like this anyways. I might as well be getting paid. I know. I might as well get paid for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good for her. Yeah. But also like the negative messaging of like being the ugliest woman on earth seems like that could fuck a person up. Oh, I'm sure that it did. I mean, it was like the 1920s or some shit. <laughs> There's nothing with good the bearded going woman. On. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. So I'm sure that it definitely did. But I mean, speaking of, that's a good point also. Like, um, we kind of choose when we're here. Us being here, living right now in this moment is divine timing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times, like, I allow the weight of the world to be my woes. I'm like, oh, the, the in America, the food is 
um, making us sick and the environment is making us sick and all the plastic and and politics and religion and patriarchy. Whoa, yeah, global like I, warming. I, yes, globe, the planet, all the trash, all yeah. the fucking trash. Um, like I really allow the weight of the world to like impact my heart. But whenever we talk about divine timing and when I was thinking about divine timing for this episode, I was like, wait, my soul chose to incarnate during this time. Mm -hmm. And these things feel really heavy to me for a reason. Yeah. Like there is something that is wrapped up within me, within my soul that um, is impacted by these woes. And so like, I'm here to do something about it. It's part of my purpose. It's part of my existence. You know, I think about that a lot because there are some people that it just doesn't bother. They go on with their lives. And it's a good reminder that we all have our roles. We all play our parts and we're all um, here for different reasons. Right. We can't all want to be the same thing. Yeah. And so something that is like really heavy on your heart for somebody else, they're just kind of like, eh, well, can't control it. So I'm going to go over here and do this. But then there's another aspect of the world that is really heavy on their heart that they're like, oh, I, I'm here to do something about this. Right. And that's their divine timing. Yes. And that's what their purpose is wrapped in some way, somehow. Yeah. Yeah. It's their divine timing. And also we are co-creators with the universe, right? Like we um, are here, we are, we have our purpose and we know what feels good within us and what we want to do and the things that we aspire to be. And then the universe is like, hey, let me give you a little hand with this. Yeah, like a nudge or a synchronicity or a feeling, something that moves you, um, whether it's like a... <gasps> a desire or a heavy heart about something. Yeah. I feel like that's definitely like the little um, nudge or reminder in the right direction. And again, with the roadblocks or the synchronicities, I mean, there are times today, angel numbers everywhere. Mm -hmm. It was 111-222-333-444-555. Wow. All day long. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the hell is going on? It was everywhere. And for me, that's like another little push. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're good. Things are good. You're on the right track. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Trust, faith, let yeah. it go. Yeah. And then there's also the times where, you know, you're running out of the house five minutes late. You can't find your fucking shoe. You spilled coffee down your shirt. Um. And then you pull up to an accident and you're like, oh, had I left the three minutes earlier that I wanted to leave, who knows what would have happened? Yeah. So I feel like for people that naturally have a tendency to stress or worry or get worked up, um, we are floating in the middle of space on a big fucking rock, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes I'm like amid a trillion gazillion un like number rated number rated sure we're going <laughs> with it amount of other rocks exactly and so I have to remind myself at times what is so important 
right? Like, do we want to be late? No, you don't want to be late. But like, if my kids are late to school, do you know what happens? Not a goddamn thing. Not a thing. If they're super late, I'll get a phone call. But otherwise, not a thing. But you know what's great about that is I have two children that already went through elementary, middle, and now through high school. Um, I cannot remember a time when they got in trouble from elementary school that I give a shit about today. Absolutely not. Um, and so the people who are struggling that, that like really hone in on the smaller details or they allow things to be overwhelming or, or frustrating, um, remember that like, okay, so you're late. Maybe you dodged a bullet. Mm-hmm. Maybe that three minutes that you were late made you bump into an old friend. Yeah. You know, like there's so many reasons that you maybe you took a left instead of a right and went the wrong direction because you weren't supposed to go that way. If you can really look at life in that manner, it allows you to let go and surrender. Oh, surrendering is such a huge part of it. And Uh, it's a practice. It definitely is. And there are I mean, there are people out there that stress over the tiniest decisions. Totally. Because they think that it's going to make a huge difference in their life. And they're not even realizing that it doesn't matter what you decide. What you decide is the right decision. Yeah. And I, I mean, we were talking about this earlier. Also, I am a rip the bandaid kind of girl. Uh, if I have a decision to make, I go with my gut instinct and I say, okay, we're going with it. Bing, bang, boom. Let's go. And my husband is, uh, let's hem and haw over it. Let's do more research. Let's read more. Let's think about it harder. Let's sleep on it. Let's do the, and I'm like, dude, you're already going to make the same decision that you probably had the very first time around. Right. Just fucking do it. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And I think that the difference is, is that some of us um, adopt the habit of going to the external to help us make decisions. Um, I feel like, again, everything always goes back to childhood. Mm -hmm. We are so taken out of our bodies, taken out of our intuition, taken out of trusting ourselves that um, we do. We either have to talk to a friend, talk to a parent, talk to a partner, talk to all three. And we want to read a book. We want to Google it. We Mm -hmm. want to see what social media is saying. We want to like weigh all the options before we make a decision. And one of the things that I've um, observed you doing, and uh, that's a big part of your life, is that you really have a strong intuition and you trust your, your, your inner knowing. I trust that everything's happening for a reason and everything's going to work out mm-hmm. um whenever if and and let's say I make a terrible choice let's say I make a choice that you know leaves me without my right hand and I'm like shit that was an awful choice and then my husband leaves me because he's not trying to get with one-handed girl <laughs> He needs two hands. He needs both his women. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yep, I'm following. But then a year later, I 
meet a person that is like, you know what? You've got a great heart. I don't care that you have one hand. Yeah. I mean, there's a million possibilities. I think it just matters also your perspective. If you are like the hopeless romantic or the one that's going to like be the eternal optimist, or if you're looking to the other direction and you're like, no one will ever love me the way that they did. It's like, are you going to let go Mm -hmm. or are you going to cling to what was? Well, I think it's it's a lot that has to do with divine timing and I and surrendering mm-hmm. because in that moment you can surrender and say, you know what, I trust that the universe that everything is going to happen for my greater good. And if you can step into that, and I'm not perfect at this. I definitely have my moments where I'm spiraling or I'm down on myself or um I mean you guys just heard it with the whole famous thing like 10 minutes ago <laughs> rewind if you want to listen again <laughs> but I definitely have my moments but I I think the rebound time is quicker where I can pull myself out of it and say no 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 no, no. it's all gonna be fine right that's not my truth yeah uh like for example uh rocket Mm-hmm. Whenever Rocket came, I was not looking for a dog to bring home, but I just knew with him, like, you know what? What's the worst that's going to happen? He's going to pee on some stuff and, you know, we're going to move on with our lives. Right. Greatest decision ever. Totally. Love that guy. Totally love that guy. And you brought so much joy to another person close and near and dear to your heart. Yeah. So I I like to do a lot of trusting with that. I also like to do a recognition of sometimes it's going to be shit and those are also good for me. Yeah, those ones are hard for me because I feel like I've really been mucking through the shit for a long time and I'm like, I'm ready for it to be over. Mm-hmm. And so... um Divine timing is a good tool for me whenever I kind of lament in the the woe is me victimhood of my life. Yeah. That like either, not either, and um, there is a lesson that I'm learning and I'm ready and prepared for it. And I think that this is kind of like just clicking now, but when I shift my perspective to I am ready and prepared for this, it allows me to step into my power and experience whatever is causing me strife in a new way. Mm-hmm. If I'm being stuck in this, like, this is too hard. This um, it wasn't meant for me. Why did this happen? Um, then I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm still stuck in the lesson. I'm not moving forward in it. You're not looking back at it. Because you're, uh, you still yes. feel like you're in it. I don't have the perspective. Yes. Um, I think, I mean, again, with the timing perspective, hindsight is twenty twenty kind of thing. It's so important for you to have faith that the future will also be like that. Yeah. Whenever you're going through a hard time, if you can remember a time in the past that was fucking terrible and hard and awful. And now you're out on the other side of it and you can look back and go, Oh, whenever you face the next thing, you're able to be like, that's why I'm like, bing, bang, boom, let's do it. Let's get in there. Let's do the hard thing so I can get out the other side quicker. (laughs) Yeah. 
yeah, this is like just really hitting me in like lots of ways in my heart. And I'm like, mind is just going in a million directions, you know? And I think that, you know, we've talked on previous episodes about me kind of doing like the physically uncomfortable things Mm -hmm. to help kind of build that muscle. Yeah. And I think that, um, are you swole right now? No. <laughs> okay. I thought, Definitely I thought not. maybe you had some abs or something. No, I haven't exercised that muscle enough. But I think that um, for me, um, the the physical get through is so much more tangible. And it's like I can do it in a short period of time and like and understand what it feels like to get through something and then look back on it. Um, and I'm just trying to put the pieces together right now. But I feel like when I look back on my life, um, my perspective and something that I would love to work on shifting is that like, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard. Like even looking back and you're like, if you can look back on a hard time that you got through and I'm like looking back thinking, God, it's all been hard. There's a lot of hard things that go on in life. Um, I'm like, how fucking real are we getting here? Go for it. <laughs> okay. We can always edit if need be. I think that you are um, a person that punishes yourself a lot. And mm. we talked a lot too about how you don't really like go out and just like enjoy things. Right. And that's been a lot of like there's always been some sort of judgment around it or it was like you know one group of friends that you had it was like we're gonna get tapas and drink wine and that's our fun but it wasn't like hey let's go fucking get dirty or you know like do something like uh primal right and I feel like you are a very primal person Mm -hmm. so that didn't really fit with your personality yeah and now you're kind of getting out into the world again and you're able to start doing these like primal things that you really like to do and you're getting dirty and it's brand new. So I think your time is a coming. I do feel like that is happening. I feel like there is a shift changing. I feel like I'm stepping into a new, um, I'm ready for more perspective and distance away from the hard things to like see the growth, see how I've learned, see how divine timing has played its way through my life. Yeah. Um, But when you're in the thick of it, when I am in the thick of it, um, the perspective takes a lot of effort. Yes. And it's also easy to get down on yourself. I get down on myself in the thick of things so easily. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get imposter syndrome or I'm not good enough or I mean, there's just, you know, the whole wheel of emotions. Go check them out on our social media at I'm batting on mm. Instagram. Um, but it's very easy to get stuck in that. But I do think that when you're able to come out of it and have that perspective that the next time gets easier then the next time gets easier. And I think that's all a part of divine timing too. Right. Yeah. I'm, I am ready to feel what that feels like. Well, the benefits of accepting divine timing is being able to like keep that positive perspective because you already know good shit's coming. I asked for good shit. I deserve good shit. Good shit's coming. That is true. 
Um, whenever I have the mindset of divine timing, it allows me to step out of victimhood mm-hmm. and helps me understand that I, I am here to serve a purpose. I am here to learn a lesson and this is part of that. Yeah. Um, but I am also created to experience joy and experience love and experience delight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can expect those things to happen as well. Well, it gives you um, the chance to like open the door when opportunity knocks. Right. Because so often that's, it's like those people making decisions. Ooh, should I, should I not? Whenever you see an opportunity present itself, you're like, ah, this is just divine timing saying it's, it's go time. It's green light. Right. I think that um, there's definitely been times in my life where I've been resistant to opportunity and I really am starting to practice like if something shows itself or offers itself to me, even if I didn't expect it or I think I don't want it, yeah. I'm trying to take those opportunities with an open mind and an open heart and be like, all right, let's see what you got. Let's see what it's about. I'm not even going to lie. Just told me a few weeks ago that anytime anyone offers her a water, she says yes. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> and now, I mean, I also will do it now. I'm like, oh, that's a that's a good practice because hydration is important. <laughs> but now, whenever I'm like getting up because I want to water, I'm offering it and I'm like, oh God, does she think I'm trying to waterboard her? Like I'm not <laughs> I'm not doing it because you said it. Just assume the answer is yes. <laughs> I know. Just go get a water and just bring it to you from yeah. now on instead yeah. of saying, like, do you want to Yeah, it's good practice. Like if somebody ever offers you, would you like some water? Never say no. It's a gift. It's abundant. There's so much cleansing and healing and hydration and water. Good for you. Yeah. So they say like, not they. My practice is when somebody offers me a water, take the water and don't just take a sip of it. Like drink the fucking water. Yeah. Like drink it gone. I love it. Not a polite little sip with some bites left on the on the plate. No. Down the hatch. Yeah. It's all over your head. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But another thing that I can really get behind with some divine timing is feeling like you are supported by the universe. Yep. I think... uh, in a world where maybe you don't always feel supported by maybe your coworkers or your family or, you know, whoever you might have surrounding you, feeling supported by something that is so much bigger than you and trusting in that just feels so good. I used to look at people that would always be like, oh, you know, I ask for, I get signs from the universe or Mm -hmm. God talks to me or whatever. And I'm like, I guess I'm just not special enough for those things because it never fucking happens to me. But then I started building a spiritual practice and I started learning that like, I have to ask. Uh And then whenever I see them, I have to know that that's what it is. I can't question it. I can't ask for a sign and then when I see it, question it. And you have to pay attention. And you have to pay attention. And that's the synchronicities that we talk about too, right? Um, And it's part of, I don't know, it's like, it's all part of that um, 
like what you focus on, you receive Mm -hmm. also. And so if you're focusing on communicating with God, communicating with the universe, communicating with the divine, whatever it is that you call it, when you focus on that communication, you realize that it's not just like a one-way thing. You're not just like sending out requests on a note. Like you're getting communication back and forth. It ebbs and it flows in your direction and the other. Yeah. And so if you can open your heart, open your eyes to um, back and forth communication, you'll you'll see it. It's not meant just for special people. It's for everybody. No, everybody has access to this. It's very easy to get stuck in your phone or stuck in your work or stuck in your kids or stuck in your everyday life that you are just ignoring everything around you. Mm -hmm. And the universe is trying to bitch slap you with some stuff. And you're like, you know, just standing in your own way karate chopping the universe out of the way so that you can pay more attention to your phone or your work or your kids or whatever. Yeah. Rather than, and and that's like, we stand in our own way a lot of the time. Yeah. Totally guilty of that. Not being open, not receiving, mm-hmm. um, completely blocking ourselves off. Yeah. Resisting the gifts. Mm-hmm. But whenever you start to pay attention, even if like do something like this um uh i want to see oh you know what i'll use one of mine i had a question and i was like if i should go for this i want to see a praying mantis did i not see a praying mantis on the fucking TV as a cartoon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. within 24 hours. Yeah, I freaking love when that happens. It's so good. And I was like, <sighs> so another time I did a swan, right? I don't know why. I wanted a swan. And I'm watching a murder doc. <laughs> they're on Swan Lake Drive. Well, on they're on a lake. They were like talking to this guy that was in front of a lake and right behind him is a white bird. And I was like, is that a swan? Is that a goose? I can't <laughs> tell. Is that a swan or is it a goose? Is it a swan? I can, is it? Well, you know what? If my brain thinks it's a swan, it's a swan. Yeah, totally. And I was fighting myself. I was fighting that um that knowing Mm -hmm. especially because i already knew the answer i didn't need a fucking swan i didn't need a praying mantis right and usually the things that we're asking for signs or signals about are things that like maybe we're a little scared to do exactly and so it's the ego Mm -hmm. fighting us inside that's like no 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 no, that wasn't a swan that was a goose yeah but how awesome technicality how awesome is it though that whenever you do second guess yourself you can ask for that sign and the universe is supporting you and giving or not giving it. And that's how you build the trust. That's how you learn that, oh, no, 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 they always have my back. So my intuition, my own Mm self-trust is always right. Is always right. A hundred percent. And I believe that for a lot of us who have disconnected from our intuition it takes a practice to get back in touch with it. Yes. And that practice can look like a lot of different things. And I think it's very individual to self. Um, for me, 
it started with meditation and it's just kind of blossomed from there. Yeah. But that practice could look like asking for signs. Uh-huh. That practice could look like um, what's my initial gut reaction? What's my initial answer? You ask yourself the question and the first thing is a the first thing you think of is the answer. Right. Um, another thing that I use is like a feeling. Mm-hmm. And so if I want a yes, I feel that up in my heart and in my throat. If it's a no, it's more in my gut and in my stomach. Like yeah. like uneasy. But in my yeses are like swelling of the heart. That's a lot of paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, dreams are another way that a lot of people get messages that if you're paying attention, it can guide you. Yeah, but paying attention requires us to do what, right? Slow down. Mm-hmm. And we are living in a world that is sped up and that is fighting for our attention nonstop. And so I do feel like we have to, especially in the beginning, be very deliberate about slowing down and paying attention. I think that comes with divine timing. When you are ready Mm. to slow down and pay attention, it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks. Like, oh, I need to fucking slow down. Whenever you are meant to do something, you know, and it it comes to you quickly, right? It's practicing it. It's trusting it. And it's, you know, like, give it up and go, you know? Yeah, I think that... um, you know, my spiritual journey started probably about three years ago. And um, I really believe that like, again, the divine timing of it, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been ready to embark on this path any earlier. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have had the time. I wouldn't have had the, the, um, understanding I wouldn't have like there's so many things that just wouldn't have aligned if I tried to do this in my 20s let's say yeah I agree with that and you know what else I think that if you are listening to this episode it found you on purpose oh how about that because it's it's probably time for something I don't know what but I do encourage you to pay attention I do encourage you to slow down. I do encourage you to look for the synchronicities or the roadblocks and pay attention to them and embrace them and surrender to them. Absolutely. That's such a great way to end this episode, I think, because um, what better way than to surrender to divine timing? Right. Yes. Well, guys, if you are on Apple, um, I think that the divine timing is telling you to leave a five star rate and review right now. <laughs> Manipulation is another episode we did. Go check it out. <laughs> uh, and um, until next time, we're on batting, baby. On batting, on batting, we're on batting, baby. We're on batting, baby. We're on batting.